It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, March 24th, 2022. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. The Sitka Assembly will not issue a temporary moratorium on short-term rental permits after all. When the Assembly met on Tuesday, it narrowly voted down a measure that would have prohibited new short-term rental permits in residential zones for one year. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. In city code, a short-term rental is any property rented for 14 days or less. Often, but not always, they're rented out through online platforms like Verbo or Airbnb. And in order to operate a short-term rental in a home or an apartment building in a residential zone, the owner needs a conditional use permit from the city's planning department. The Assembly was considering prohibiting new permit approvals for one year, beginning this April. Randy Huey said he didn't think that recent data supported a moratorium. While the number of permitted short-term rentals has more than doubled since 2017, Huey pointed out that applications are down since 2020. He said while he's not generally a fan of STRs, there are good reasons Sitkins might pursue them. Things such as we can't afford to buy this house without doing it, but we need a place for grandma and grandpa to stay when they come in the summer so that they can be with the grandkids, you know, so that they um, have a place for them. Or people who have itinerant fishing lifestyles and their property is sitting vacant and they could rent it, right? And so those aren't just trying to make more money out of the property. They are compelling lifestyle reasons, which I, I think matter. Huey said he'd rather see the Assembly consider options that would restrict short-term rentals without stopping them cold. Wendy Alderson is a member of the Planning Commission. Speaking as an individual, she said they did see a lull in short-term rental applications during COVID. Alderson believes the lull is over. They'd approved six new permits over their last three meetings. Anticipating more applications as Sitka's tourism industry grows, Alderson urged the Assembly to approve the temporary moratorium. Currently, there is very little criteria for short-term rentals in residential areas. If a short-term rental request meets the minimum criteria, the Planning Commission must approve it. This means the Planning Commission has no tools with which to examine each application individually. Sponsors Kevin Knox and Kevin Mosher both hoped that curbing those permits would be a first step toward addressing Sitka's affordable housing challenges. Mosher said if the moratorium was approved, they would look to create a subcommittee or a working group that would be tasked with exploring possible regulations for short-term rentals in Sitka. I believe that with our short, very small stock of properties, available properties, even one being taken off the market for a long-term rental for a short-term is a, is a hit to locals who need a place to live. So this is a comprehensive thing. So if we do this, we're just asking for a little bit of time to work together with the community and the Planning Commission to come up with some ideas for solving this. While most of the Assembly agreed that action on affordable housing is needed, not all agreed that the moratorium was the right step forward. Dave Miller said he was conflicted and still didn't know how he would vote. I've read every email three times. I've, man, I've put more time into this. I wake up in the middle of the night and read these emails just because I, I want to do the right thing. And I'm not, still not exactly sure what that is. And Crystal Duncan said she would support a community-driven plan to address Sitka's housing shortage. But on the moratorium, she was a no vote. I see the passion in this room. Everybody's dealing with housing as a real issue here in Sitka. Um, but it's more complicated and extensive than just short-term units. 
Kevin Knox asked that fellow assembly members reconsider. While imperfect, he thought the moratorium would hold the assembly's feet to the fire with an April 2023 deadline. But if it didn't pass, he hoped they could quickly pivot. I feel a little like Kevin stated it earlier. Um, when the solution isn't perfect, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. And again, I really do hope we come forward with some solid solutions and quickly. Um, not unthoughtfully, but quickly. The ordinance failed on a three to four vote with Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis and members Tor Christensen, Crystal Duncan, and Dave Miller voting against. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. A new law allowing all-terrain vehicle use on Sitka's streets is already getting its first tune-up. ATVs have been street legal in Sitka just since late February. But some assembly members were concerned that the new law left a loophole for a business to rent ATVs to tourists. So when the assembly met on Tuesday, it approved an amendment that would prohibit leasing or renting all-purpose vehicles for driving or tours. That includes ATVs, like single-rider four-wheelers and much beefier utility-track vehicles, or UTVs, which allow for side-by-side riding. Mike Finn voiced his frustration with the change. He ordered his UTV earlier this year. Um, it's due here at the end of the re- end of April. It cost me 35000 It's a six-seater with full cabin heat, and I had full intentions of doing tours, giving rides, or doing something with it. It's too late for me to cancel that. So I'm already, I didn't know this ordinance was coming. Um, anyway, I also want to be clear that I'm in favor of UTVs, not ATVs, being used commercially. Now, ATVs are fine for plowing snow and things like that, but I'm trying to find some common ground with the city. Um, I think UTVs need to be allowed. The new rule would not apply to using an ATV or UTV for a business or employment activity when the vehicle is not under hire or being rented out. That means people could still drive their ATVs to and from their workplace, and businesses could use their own ATVs for things like carrying loads. Tor Christensen said he couldn't support the amendment as written because it limited UTV use, which Christensen thought could be safe enough to work in a rental service. My real problem with it is it doesn't differentiate between an ATV, otherwise known as a four-wheeler cycle type, and a UTV. the mule is the term that I was always taught. That, and those are wildly different vehicles. Um, I think if you can pass a driver's test, you can drive a mule, and I'm gonna use the old term. Um, they're, they're, they're easy to drive. Assembly member Rebecca Hemshoot said she would consider rentals in the future, but wanted to hold off this summer, since Sitka is expecting a record-breaking cruise ship season. This, is, this summer is going to be different from anything we've ever had, we think. Let's get through the summer, Let's see how adding legal ATVs to the roads looks. And then I'm willing to come back to this um, and potentially consider changing it. But for right now, I think I've gone as far as I can with just getting the ATVs on the roads. The ordinance prohibiting the rental or hiring of ATVs and UTVs in Sitka narrowly passed on its first reading on a 4-3 to three vote, with Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis and Assembly members Dave Miller and Tor Christensen opposed. It will come before the Assembly again at its April 12th Assembly meeting. Representatives with the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium will be speaking this Thursday about their plans for health care in Petersburg. They were invited by the Petersburg Medical Center to get clarity on the potential for the regional health care organization to be involved in building a new hospital. KFSK's Angela Denning reports from Petersburg. 
Search officials have come to Petersburg before, but this will be the first time in recent years when they will be answering questions directly from Petersburg Medical Center's board of directors. You know, what role do they, do they want to play and what role can we really collaborate with, with them as, a, as an organization? Phil Hofstetter is the CEO for the Medical Center. Looking at this from the standpoint of what kind of services are provided in the community, you know, what is search offering, and what can we do to work together? The local medical center is a nonprofit critical access hospital with an ER and full therapy departments. The building is borough-owned, but it is run by the medical center and its hospital board. Search is regional, with nearly 1,000 employees in over two dozen communities throughout Southeast. Petersburg residents have asked for more information about Search's plans in Petersburg. The regional organization already runs behavioral health services and a dental office in town. So what about a hospital? Search has built a new hospital in nearby Wrangell, is in the process of building one in Sitka, and they are offering to purchase a clinic in Skagway. PMC has been pursuing a new hospital on its own and expects it to happen in phases. A study in 2015 determined one was necessary, and a master plan was completed in 2020. The borough was recently awarded $8 million in federal grants to use towards a design plan and site preparation. But some residents question the overall costs, which is estimated around $80 to $90 million. Hofstetter has repeatedly said they'll go after outside funds, not local taxpayers. 100% yes. Still, last summer... Signs were posted in dozens of Petersburg yards reading, Search Hospital Supporter. Residents, like Tracy Welch, voiced concerns over the costs trickling down to them. It's going to fall back on the taxpayers to pay for this. Other Search supporters have cited access to medical specialists working in the region. A Search official told the borough assembly last June that they could build a hospital, but they would be operating it. PMC was not part of that meeting. Hofstetter says they want to keep staffing local at all costs. PMC employs about 130 full-time staff, with almost all of them living in town. The salary budget is about $12 million. That amount goes into the families and into the community directly. That means we're not getting contractors coming in and, you know, taking those services and, and then leaving. Whether Search can help build a facility and keep staff local is up in the air. Because search leadership will be speaking at a board meeting, the hospital board will be asking the questions. Hofstetter says the public will be able to speak during visitor comments. We um, wanted to do it under the, under the auspices of a, of a board meeting so that we have some structure. Search did not respond to requests for comment. The meeting will start at 5 p.m. in borough assembly chambers. People can attend in person, although masking is required. The meeting will also be virtual over Zoom, and broadcast on KFSK. In Petersburg, I'm Angela Denning. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.